everybody and welcome to the Bat Friends Beyond Podcast, episode 135. I am one of your hosts, Chris, alongside the world champion, Joe. What's up, Joe? Go! My co-host is a bird today. Yep. <laughs> That's so, correct. I guess we'll get right into it, Joe. Uh, we're going to watch season two, episode seven of Batman Beyond, titled Once Burned. This is written by Stan Berkowitz and directed by Butch Lukic. Da 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 Oh, I guess I could have done that. Da da <laughs> Fucking Max, get your shit together. Yeah, HBO Max sucks. I'm watching South Park on it recently. Yeah. I haven't watched South Park in a long time, so went back to where I stopped watching South Park. And started, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Picked it up. I don't know if you know this, Joe. It's an enjoyable show. It is. What I don't like with South Park right now is... So, South Park's on this. I think it's still on Hulu when they air on Comedy Central. It's on the Comedy Central app. And now there's exclusive shit on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, the, like, the not movies, but movies. Yes. But, like, the not movies, but movies is stuff they've been doing instead of putting out new episodes. Yeah. So, like... It's just one of those things where it's... I'm, I've always been fine with once old stuff goes somewhere. Fine. Who cares? That's great. But, like, when new shit is split across three or four different things, it just makes it hard to keep up. It's annoying, but my new mentality is I have two that I keep subscribed to regularly. Mm-hmm. And that's HBO and um, Disney. And everything else circles. Okay. So, like, right now I've got Netflix, because I want to watch Umbrella Academy. Okay. Which I haven't yet. I and, watch um, it. it's enjoyable. It's very enjoyable. And I want to watch Stranger Things. And there's a few other things here and there. And I'm just... And obviously I haven't been in the Netflix thing for a while, so I'm discovering, like, we talked about making fun. And yeah, a, yeah, a few yeah. other shows. And once I get to the point where I'm not watching that, I'll switch that out for, like, Peacock or Paramount or whatever, and just keep that going. And that's my new mentality with it. I'm just lazy. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. That's all it comes down to. I don't want to have I agree to. with you on that premise. Like, if South Park's on HBO, then the new stuff should be on HBO. You're right. Like, or it's like Paramount Plus. It's like they have some Beavis and Butthead stuff. And it's like, I don't want, like, I don't want to get a streaming for two shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would only be getting it for fucking South Park and Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, see, Paramount's the next one because then, yeah, I can watch the South Park things. I want to watch the Beavis and Bud movie. I've also been... And they're doing a show. They're actually coming back and doing a show, too. I'm sure the show will be garbage. I just don't care about the movie. Um, And I've been interested to try, as an adult, Star Trek Next Generation. Oh, I told you I rewatched it a couple years ago. Well, I've been hearing more and more that it's something I would like. But I watched it as a kid, and I didn't care about... Oh, there are parts that... It, like, okay, so prepare yourself. The first season sucks. That's what everyone says. There's the... the what's f- the number two's name? Riker. Riker. They said the there's the Riker... Riker's beard. Yeah, when Riker grows his beard is when the show starts getting yeah. really good. Um, like, season two is good, but season three is when the show, like, hits its stride. Yeah. And it's the show everyone remembers. There's also some weird, like, sexual stuff that's funny. Like, there's this one episode, because I was telling my dad about it, he's like, oh yeah, I remember that. 
where uh, Troy and Crusher, the doctor and the counselor, are like doing yoga, and they're like literally just in leotards with like tits, just like stretching, and it's like this is so eighties. They're both hot. It's weird. There's no reason for this to be in the show. Data has a dick. Like, that's something everyone forgets about. There's an episode where Data fucks. You'll know when you get there. <laughs> it's early on. Well, you know, it'll be a few months before I get there, but... Because I'm still finding stuff on Netflix. And I still gotta, I still gotta watch Stranger Things, because I realized that I don't remember where I left off. I stopped after season two. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, like, everyone's talking about it so much. I'm like, should I go back and watch it? And I'm like, if they're finishing it next season, I'll wait for them to finish it, and then maybe I'll watch it. But it, what makes me laugh is I'm like, I stopped after season two. And, like, Fafinski, he's like, season two sucked. I'm like, then why did any of you continue? <laughs> I'm really like, enjoying it. But see, I didn't I like season two. I couldn't, tell you, I couldn't tell you what happened in season two. That's my problem is yeah. I don't remember where I left off, and I don't know what the hell happened in that show. Yeah. So I'm better off just starting over and... Uh, seeing where the ride takes me. Oh, it's the Royal Flush Gang, everybody. It's... I did not. I like. I. I like. I watched this and realized that I'm like. I don't remember this opening sequence. I'm like, oh no no, I remember it. I just don't give a shit about anything that's happening. It's just the. It's the beginning of like ten is not a bad person, but like, she is. Like she oh, kind of was in is. that in the first episode, but. You got a little too close to the derby. It's a high-stakes poker game that's been floating around Gotham since before. Even my time. You know, the 1800s. It's true. It's just... And there's a couple of these episodes coming up where it's just like... Meh. Like, a lot of them are characters or villains that they introduced that I didn't give a shit about the first time. And then they're like, they're back! And it's like... (laughs) Cool! I thought about that in the next episode. Yes, bro, Mike! Because I was just looking at my notes, I'm like, what's next? I'm like, oh yeah. Like, let's reinvent him, but he'll be Mark Zuckerberg now. (laughs) (sighs) It's actually been a while since I watched this episode, so I'm having a hard time remembering (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, hey. Oh yeah, the hot blonde shows back up and Terry falls in love again. Yeah, because he, well, he knows it's 10. Yeah. Well, it's now that it's coming back to me. It makes later episodes weirder, where he keeps going back to his girlfriend. I was just going to say, <laughs> and it, it happens in this episode where he goes back to Dana, and it's like, dude, you're not, you're kind of not okay right now, man. Kind of in a bad spot. Kind of, yeah, leading this chick on a little bit. I'm not a criminal. I mean, you're kind of a criminal. I mean, forced. Asked. I don't believe that the Jokers could ever capture the Royal Flush Gang. <laughs> Jokers are useless. Jokers are useless. They're juggalos. So I thought it was funny when I sent it to you and Gil, the picture of the fake one. Mm-hmm. Am I a juggalo now? And you both said the exact same thing. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, you can't make fun of juggles anymore. You are one. Oh, no. I can still make fun of <laughs> It was at the dollar store. It was a four-pack for a dollar. I'm like, okay, i got to try this shit. i got to see what this is all about. A while back, there was a Fago, like, 
cotton candy flavor. Oh my god. And I was like, if I see it, I'll buy it. But I'm not gonna hunt for fucking Fago. No. <laughs> Fago. Whatever. Fago. What'd I say? Fago. Fago? Yeah, which was just, it just sounded weird yeah. on all kinds of different levels. Like, uh, no? Are you saying Yeah, it does have that AFG uh, kind of sound to it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you saying you're not attracted to me? Because that's my main weapon against men. Giving them the coochie. It's a true story. See, Terry gets closer to thawing his dick, but he never actually thaws it. So, it comes up. <laughs> fucking little brother. I was jerking off! <laughs> um, which, by the way... Throws his shoe at his little brother way too often in the show. It's true. I'm starting to notice that. But it comes up in a couple episodes where it's like, they really Peter Parkered up Terry. Where it's like, it's always, like, for Batman, he was a grown-ass man mm-hmm. who just kept people at arm's length. But for Terry, it's always the, oh yeah, we'll go on a date, and then Bruce calls, or he gets attacked by something. Like, he's very Peter Parker. It's the teenage Superman thing. Or teenage superhero thing. Yeah. Which is Peter Parker. Yeah. Because, like, that's what's happening. Then there's this bitch. That's what's happening with Miles all the time in Spider-Man. And that's why people like Miles so much. Because they like teenage Peter Parker. (laughs) Right. I mean, he originated it. That was the... I mean, he got some wheat cakes, too, but... You're a bad friend, Max. <laughs> You're not going to say anything to her, are you? Do I ever? These hoes ain't loyal. I forget. She knows by this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because she's covering for him. Because... It may be laugh. Yeah, Bloodsport. Bloodsport, she like straight up covers for him because the little brother gets kidnapped. It makes me laugh, too, because Bruce is constantly like, don't bring her in. Like, she can't be a part of this. It all that comes to my brain is like, Bruce. It's not that Bruce is trying to help somebody, it's that like he's just an old racist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's got that pink hair. I don't trust her. I don't trust your kind. What do you mean by that? Women. <laughs> do you really think that was going to work, Terry? Listen, he's he's coochie-tized. The pussy got him acting like a fool. Let's also not talk about the fact that he has jet boots. He don't remember. He never remembers the shit he's got. <laughs> Fucking his camo. Random dude with spiky hair in the back. Yeah, he's just hanging out. Just bringing that pipe the whole fucking way. Then they fucked. Yep. <laughs> so that's like a killing joke. So <laughs> they did a Batman Catwoman Connolly, and one of the powers is called on a rooftop in South Gotham, and it's connected like it's that was their wedding party. But I'm like, they're talking about fucking, <laughs> and I hate that so much that that's a thing. It's a it's Only a chimera. Though. Only fucking though. Look, it's a chimera. <laughs> Fucking assholes. That comes out a couple times. 
What makes me angry now is because of that joke, because of you doing that joke, when I read Chimera, I say Chimera. It's not the joke, it's what they said in the show. I That's know. It me off. But it's, <laughs> it's not how it's pronounced. It's pronounced Chimera. I don't want to give this to you. But I think I will. And you won't read it, promise. I promise. You don't know I'm not Terry, but I'm also not going to read it, because fuck you, bitch. Just toying with my emotions. I'm Batman. I just want to show you the constellations. That's what I call my balls. Yeah. Ladies, yeah. if you're out there, if a guy says he wants to show you the constellations, that's code for his dick. Fucking jokers. Where's Terminal? Where's... He's in jail now. He is, because he's the worst. But it's like one of those middle-class jails, not one of the hardcore ones. Yeah, no. I mean, he gets to go swimming and play tennis. Yeah. To not animals. Work out. don't remember any of this. It's no, because I didn't give a shit. <laughs> like, I am owning that. I just didn't give a fuck. Oh, yeah, she lied to him. Where's the trigger? Joker's clamoring. That's a fantastic description. <laughs> well, I'm fucked. Watch Batman Beyond take on 20 men. Anally. <laughs> browsers. <laughs> Fucking browsers. <laughs> now it's some browser shit. <laughs> Whip. Grab him by the dick. <laughs> Twist the dick. Good thing my Batmobile came to save me. If you could have done that the whole time, why didn't you? Because he's stupid. Have you not learned by now? He's an idiot. <laughs> I tried to reach you with Danos, but you weren't there. Because you're cheating on her. You know, Terry, you should just not fuck him if you're going to cheat on him. <laughs> Even I know that. And I've never had a healthy relationship with anybody. My healthiest relationship was with Alfred. <laughs> My vote, Terry, go with the supervillain. They know how to take care of a man. Just be be beware of cat scratch fever. It's not just a Ted Nugent song. What do poker chips do for you? Well, see, they're special derby chips. So it's kind of like the silver in John Wick, or the gold, whatever the fuck it was. Where you can just use that anywhere, because they'll everyone will honor it, because it's a secret society. And the key part of a secret society is everyone knowing part of it. I don't believe you. <coughs> so apparently they're referring to John Wick now as the beginning of a new sub-genre called Gung Fu. That's not new. That existed 20 years ago. Like... 
Equilibrium. Hold on. No, no. Because now you've now you've just activated my trap card. Equilibrium is literally a movie starring Christian Bale based on Gung Fu. Or yeah, Gun Fu. So there's a book that I saw advertised on like Facebook. Sure. And it was John Wick and the John Wick and the Rise of Gun Fu. Okay. And I looked at it and in the description it referred to John Wick as the Birth of gun food. Well, then that person's an idiot. Because hold on, now now you're gonna make me look it up. Because this is much more interesting than this shit. Tell she rides around flying plane. I mean, listen, I fuck her. Don't get me wrong. I'm a lonely man, and she's a ten. But her favorite turtle is Ralph. So, would you wear the king outfit? I'd wear the crown. <laughs> I mean, if she called me daddy, that'd be a little weird, but not too weird. That's one of my favorite Offspring songs. She's Got Issues. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the line now. But it's, um, when she calls me dad. I wish she wouldn't call me daddy while we're getting it on. That's what it is. <laughs> Boys thought that was hilarious. That is such a strange thing. <laughs> you don't know the half of it. <laughs> oh yeah, Tay Diggs was Emily Watson and Tay Diggs was in this fucking movie. What is it? Two thousand two. So I was right. Twenty years ago. Gunkata. Excuse me. Okay, Gunkata. See also Gun Fu. So that person's a fucking moron. Angus, Mc- Angus McFadden's character, Vice Counsel DuPont, describes the fictional fighting style Gunkata in the film. <clears throat> Through analysis of thousands of recorded gunfights, the cleric has determined that the geometric distribution of antagonists in any gun battle is a statistically predictable element. The Gunkata treats the gun as a total weapon, each fluid position representing a maximum kill zone, inflicting maximum damage on the maximum number of opponents while keeping the defender clear of the statistically traditional trajectories of return fire. By the rote mastery of this art, your firing efficiency will rise by no less, no less than 120%. The difference of a 63% increased lethal proficiency makes the master of the Gunkatas an adversary not to be taken lightly. The Gunkata shown in Equilibrium is a hybrid of Wimmer's own style of Gunkata, parentheses, invented in his backyard. <laughs> okay, so let's see what Gun Fu says. I want a Wikipedia entry like that someday. Just the words invented in my backyard somewhere in it. Yeah, okay, so Gun Fu has its roots in martial arts films from Hong Kong action cinema. Like... There is no world in which the statement that John Wick invented gun fu is correct. Which I know what... I'm just saying the person... Whatever fucking book. <clears throat> yeah. John Woo, I figured. Originally the style would later be called gun fu in the 1986 Hong Kong film A Better Tomorrow. Uh, I still haven't seen John Wick because it's still funnier to not see it. Yeah, I watched it. I, t- I told you, I watched all three of them yeah. back to back. I'm sure they're good. 
But how angry my friends get when I tell them I don't, or I haven't seen it, is funnier to me than that movie will ever be good. That's fine. Like, the first one is good. Yeah. The second one just starts to annoy me, because it's, it's the preposterous, it's the preponderance of preposterous situations to draw John Wick into these circumstances. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes the thing where the things are happening just so they happen. And I'm like... Yeah, because like the first you had, The first one, you had a good revenge story. It's as simple as someone killed his dog. There's right? more to it. But okay. that is the catalyst. That okay. is essentially the trigger for it. But there's more to it than that. And then the second one is literally like... They won't let him go back to retirement. And he gets put into like a catch-22 situation. And the whole time I'm like... But why is he getting blamed for this? Somebody else called in a marker. Like, this is dumb. And then the third one is just ridiculous. But it's just an excuse for him to fucking shooty-shooty. Yeah. Which is fine. But, like, it's one of those things where, like, the first one is, like, a good movie with a lot of shooty-shooty. Yeah. And then it just devolves into, we just want to watch Keanu just run through shooting things for two hours. Which is fine. Just if you want to get out of your movie, it's fine. She made me promise not to read it, so I won't. Now, if this was Boy Meets World, now see if this is Boy Meets World, she would have saw that note and been like, "Who's this bitch?" And then we would have had a whole two arc story about Lauren or Laura, whatever the fuck her name was. Joe's upset about Boy Meets World. I just thought it was funny. Oh no, I'm I'm upset about this shitty fucking episode. Anytime you can have a hot blonde on fly, on a flying playing card and I don't give a shit, you done fucked up, son. Those are my favorite things. So when Joe's birthday comes up, everybody, you know what to get him. <laughs> yeah, Patreon. Um, so my notes for this episode, just because I'm going to cross it off, was femme fatale, period, because that's what it was. Yeah. It was a whole femme fatale set, setting them up. And then, What? <laughs> And by the way, just half watching this and looking up Gunkata, which is funny, and I, 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 it's just hilarious. Um, I realized the whole sequence was just she she snookered him to fighting the Jokers so that he was distracted so she could rob the Derby. That's the whole sequence. Yep. Hence my what. <laughs> And she gets away while her family gets arrested. Again. Well, she got arrested last time, but her family gets arrested again. Yeah. We still don't know what the fucking ace is. He's just a big dude in a fucking suit. Maybe he's a robot. Maybe he's Clayface. He should be Clayface. (laughs) It'd be so awesome if he was Clayface and the suit was that shit that was going to cure him. So it, like, keeps him together so he's stabilized. But that's why he doesn't talk either, because it's just holding him together. DC, I'm better than Jeff Johns. Hire me. I was reading the new uh, Moon Knight series. <coughs> I got a few issues behind. No, uh-huh. and I forgot that there literally was a point where they wanted Moon Knight to be Batman. Uh huh. Yeah. And so he has a villain called Waxman. It's Clayface. It's Clayface. Just made out of wax. <laughs> Ha 
wax man. Enemy of the sun man. Day man. Day man. That's fantastic. It made me so happy. That is fantastic. Because McKay puts him in for like, he's a... He's the issue villain. Fuck, I know what issue. needs to get made now for Heroclix. Waxman. So you can have an all-clayface team? Waxman! Alright, Joe, for more Waxman information, where can people find you on the internet? Kill me now. <laughs> JoePank.com. J-O-E-P-A-N-C.com. Um, all kinds of links and fun stuff there, including to my Threadless shop with designs. For the discerning Heroclix player, things are always on sale. You should go there, find some stuff. Makes me happy, makes you happy, but more importantly, makes me happy. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Cthulhu Holmes or Joe Pank. You can follow me on Instagram at Joe Pank36 and be part of the first roll of the day revolution. We're, we're, we're gaining numbers of people every week. Uh, you can, If you want to support my other show, Joe Meets World, you can go to patreon.com slash Joe Pank. Give us as little as $2 a month or as much as $73 million per month. And you'll get the entire show archive up uncut and unedited, unedited, unedited until the beginning of time. And if you want to support my Heroclix uh, fetish, you can go to patreon.com slash clicksnexus. That has more patrons. Um, I'm giving away cool Plastic Man objects at Plateaus, so you should go sign up. That only costs $2 a month, too. Or, you know... There's a thousand dollar level. You'll be my best friend. I will. I okay. If you go to clicks patreon.com/slash clicksnexus, you give me a thousand dollars. I will print you a certificate that says you are my best friend, and I will sign it and I will stamp it, and it will be Joe Pank official. Does that mean if they make you their best man, that you have to show up? Maybe. That's a maybe, everybody. There's only one way to find out. Give me a thousand dollars. You can find me at Fortress Chris on Twitter or FortressComicNews.com. Also, everybody, our uh, T Public store, which the link is in the show notes, has new merch, including one for the presidential campaign of Joe Pank for 2024 with the tagline, Big Hero Clicks Great Again. So go over there and check those out. And uh, I will see you all here next week. Waxman!